new sisters, one podcast, and a whole lot of struggles. This is Real Talk, y'all. It's Tim. And Troy. Welcome to May Struggle. Yo, we back with that new new. Can you do us a favor, though? Screenshot this episode and share it with a friend. Tag us on Instagram at Lay Struggle Podcast. Leave a review and let us know how you feel about it. Let's get into this episode. Mic check one, two, one, two, and we live, baby. What's up, y'all? We are back for another Tuesday episode, and we've got a hot topic. Hot topic? Very hot topic. (laughs) Brain farts. Never. Nobody me. never wants to not talk about it. I know that was Let's grammatically talk about terrible. Sex, baby. Hey. Let's talk about you hey. and me. Let's talk about bubbles in, in the tub. I know. I keep hey. mixing these songs. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only What's part I know. Then I'm trying to move to uh, is that <laughs> Pretty Ricky or wait, who is that? I don't know nothing about Let's Pretty talk Ricky. about bubbles in the tub. I'm need Let's to know what this song making is. Making love. Let's talk about. What? See, there's a generational gap here. <laughs> I don't know what the bubbles in the tub is. Listen. <laughs> I read about all me and the Tamara are seven years apart. Okay. It is like where we identify on so many levels. It's yes. funny when we do finally catch this something is, that we I like. Think this is the first time. <laughs> it's very rare. But I know the song that you're singing. I just don't know it, know it. And what readily comes to my brain is let's talk about bubbles. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> day sex, the best you ever hear, girl. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're talking about sex today. Okay, and this is gonna be a good episode. You know, we were going over the notes, and it started mm-hmm. to get good. And Tamara was like, "Okay, hold up, hold up, let's press let's record. Table this. <laughs> let's table this, guys. Yes." <laughs> So we want to start out. Uh, she hates that. It's I so hate funny. It and so look, much. y'all, when we first started this uh, podcast, I don't know if I started it or Ashley started it, but at the end, every time or in the beginning, whatever, we'd be like, yes, all it out. It makes and my t- skin crawl. I want to fight. Like, <laughs> so I'll be like, why y'all got to do that every don't time? Do that. I'll do it at the end. Bye. The Bible's fine. <laughs> <The> y'all. <laughs> And I put it on every post. Guys, <laughs> queen. <laughs> you did something extra. Anyway. Okay. Yes. The topic at hand. All right. So we are going to be talking about how sex and the things that we learned as kids or growing up traditionally has changed now. Whether we feel like the things that we learned has um, crippled us in some way as it pertains to sex or whether we feel like it has benefited us so let's get it started oh. <laughs> let's get it started in here <laughs> okay so growing up of course we grew up in the same household that's my sister yes. um <laughs> we were raised christian mm-hmm. so of course in the christian religion it is believed that you should wait until you are married yes. to have sex now as professionally as i said that neither one of us <laughs> did that <laughs> Don't, you're supposed to let me tell my story. You'll be telling me. 
Neither one but of no, us I did that. But no, I didn't. We didn't. I almost, I almost made oh, it. Right God. Now. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we both waited a very long time. We, we neither one mm-hmm. of us lost our virginity as teenagers. Um, I was in college. We were in college. Yes. Um, but we didn't wait until we were married. So, you know, and as much as our mother beat it into our heads, I mean, you Mm -hmm. couldn't even say like, when I have a kid, she would stop (laughs) you right there and say, yeah, after you graduate from college, get you a good job, get you a a career in your own place and get married. And then she would run that whole thing. Every single time somebody would say anything (laughs) pertaining to having sex <laughs> she would run that down yes so that was a beat in our heads from yes. um you know a very young old age enough to be thinking about sex yeah That's especially me because of that age gap <clears throat> you know mm-hmm. she was telling my sister because you know she was already of that age mm-hmm. and i would be in the, in the car so she gave me the same speech regardless <laughs> <laughs> um you know now as we've gotten older <clears throat> there are things about what we were taught in the church and um, by our parents that um, we do hold dear and feel like that, you know, are still hold true. And then there are some things in the way that they were given and the way that it was taught that I feel like kind of um, damaged. Um, I don't want to use that word. I don't know. Some of the, some of the values we were taught like you said, I mm-hmm. believe we're beneficial. Yeah. I do think it's beneficial to wait <clears throat> until marriage to save yourself the things that come along with having sex. Right. Especially when you start having sex early because you're a child. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you want. You don't even know what love is. And that boy just wants some coochie. Right. And so you, you know, all fall in love with this boy and mm-hmm. you're going to get married and then you gave him all kinds of cat and then it didn't work out. Then you give it to somebody else and, you know, mm-hmm. STDs can come into play, pregnancy, yeah. early pregnancy before you've even gotten a chance to get out in the world. Yeah. So, you know, I and think when you're young, is... you're not as cognizant <clears throat> to be careful. Right. Like, you know, you get in these situations. Adults don't be careful. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so even, you know, it, when you're younger, yeah. you get in these situations that, you're not readily you're prepared not to, handle. to handle you're not mature enough to say uh hold up bro what yeah. are you doing you know make sure you put a condom on or make yeah. sure you know blah 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 you're not equipped to handle those things right. and there are those virtues as far as like um you know waiting until you get married because of what sex does to yeah. you emotionally and mentally yeah. you know becoming one with somebody that you are not married to is dangerous mm-hmm. i do soul believe ties. in that soul tie mm-hmm. and all of that you know that comes along with waiting before you waiting until you get married because <clears throat> it can make you feel an attachment to a person that you don't have and that can create a lot of damage exactly Especially if you you are attached to the wrong the wrong woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do not want to tie your soul to somebody who does not value you, who looks at you like a stain on the bed, and Mm -hmm. on to the next. You do not want to do that. Don't want to have that man's baby. Okay, you are not trying to be that man's baby. Tied to that person for the rest of your life, and these are the things that I feel like you know 
you just that not one's re- smart. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're not ready to to make those kind of decisions at a young age, and it's just easier if you wait until you're married and you have the person that feels the same way you right. feel. Your judgment is not clouded. Yes. You're not sitting there thinking. Um, oh my God, you know, I, I know that he, you know, cheated on me 12 times. That's that young brain. We get, exactly. You know, you're not experienced enough to see the red flags. You need to be fully, uh, alert (laughs) for lack of a better word on seeing those red flags Mm -hmm. and running when you have sex with somebody, you know, the, the, the mindset to run just seems to just not be there because you feel like, oh, well, I need to work it out. No, you don't. Okay. Yeah. You need to run. <coughs> but I think there needs to be more of a discussion, a deeper discussion mm-hmm. when they talk about saving your little flower. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't just say that Jesus is going to be looking at you. Right. You know, don't just <clears throat> holler that at them. Exactly. Tell them what can happen. You know, what could happen to you is to protect yourself, not to tell you what to do with your body as a woman. That's a real big thing now. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do with my vagina. Don't tell a woman what to do. I, I respect that. I understand. But um, because we're in that mode, I think we are um, missing some things that are to protect us, mm-hmm. not for people to tell us what to do. <clears throat> Exactly. So anyway, just just that there needs to be deeper conversation with that that message. But um, I, I I stand by that <laughs> uh, if you can. Yeah, and even what you were saying as far as um, you know them telling you, I just have a full throttle brain fart, y'all. Like, oh, <laughs> my body, my choice. My God. Oh, <laughs> um, I feel like even with them telling you, you know, like the whole. Um, the Lord is watching you type type of conversation. I feel like that's one of the things and not necessarily what you're saying, but the approach Mm -hmm. and how you're saying it is one of the things that kind of damaged me in when it comes to having sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, when I got married, that's the time when you should be as free Mm -hmm. is whatever you and your spouse want to do you know is is of god is a gift is a this and all of these things but i feel like that is not um as hard as it was pressed or is pressed back then right that you should keep it it's not pressed as hard that when you do have a spouse give it freely because Mm -hmm. then i still felt guilt after marriage or I still it, yes. felt like oh that's that I it shouldn't do that dirty. that's yeah it's there's a dirty Something mindset when do. it should be looked at as you know my <laughs> now when we were in marriage counseling my dad <clears throat> mar- uh, did the counseling for me and Sweet my baby husband Jesus. and yes which was oh god I don't advise it <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I whisper that <laughs> but he told us and my husband says this all the time which still grosses me out that Jesus is in the corner smiling when you're having sex. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. As I think his point was to. um, Sir. (laughs) His point was to say that it's cool now, but. The bed is undefiled. That's what it means. But that sounds creepy. That was a little bit. Oh, my God. I don't think he thought that through, you know? I don't think he talks about it. And my husband says that all the time. He's like, the Lord is smiling. But oh my shit, God. Up, shit, Please. up, shit, up, shit, up. No sex for you. No sex, no for, sex you. for you. No sex for you. 
But yeah, so, um, but there are pros and cons for waiting or not waiting. Um, and we, you know, think those things through now that we are moving into adulthood. Yeah. So <clears throat> we've already talked about some of the pros, which is, of course, you know, your judgment is not clouded. You are able to, uh, you know, really figure out this person and is this somebody that yes. I really am going to be with or should be with. You're able to see the red flags mm. clearly. Um, but that comes with experience. Yeah. Yeah. There are some cons though. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of experience, the problem is, <laughs> you know, if you have not gone out there mm-hmm. and spread it low and dipped it low, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not as experienced when you, when you get married you know, when you settle down with this one person and now it's time for you to drop it on him and you yeah. don't know what to do. And exactly. then you become insecure and it's not fun for you. Exactly. And um, I think, like we we're saying, there should be some, I, I know this probably sounds weird, but there should be some classes, <laughs> you know, because yeah. like, you know, like we we're saying, we were told that it's a gift it's something that you should enjoy and you don't mm-hmm. enjoy it if you're inexperienced and insecure and, you know, feeling awkward. Yeah. So it should, you know, if you want us to wait and not be out there learning from jumping on everyone we can find, you need to give us a place that we can go. Exactly. To get the education that we need. <clears throat> yeah. Cause as of right now, I mean, where are you going to get it from? Porn? I mean, and that's not and realistic. That's not, yeah, that's not an accurate representation. <laughs> so, I mean, although you can get some ideas. Yeah. But it's not really an <laughs> accurate representation exactly. of what's going to go down in your bedroom. Because he's not going to be doing the same things. Yeah. And I really don't remember who I was talking to. But we were having a conversation about different cultures. And um, I think it was more so about we were talking about twerking. <laughs> but we were talking about how like in some African cultures they teach their girls early how to twerk and it's not in a like and of course it's not sexual. like twerk but yeah. you know it's not in a like a sexual manner or just to be you know on a pole somewhere or whatever mm-hmm. but they literally teach them for the spouse for when they get married they know how to please their husbands or they know how mm-hmm. to you know do different tricks and things or whatever and you know half of us wouldn't be uh, sitting around here looking in the mirror trying to make it clap yeah if it's <laughs> <laughs> stiff in the beard trying watching to, you these know. youtube videos yeah. <laughs> uh you know if we had some type of like you know guidance in that area i know you know me even though i wasn't a virgin when i got married i still didn't have much experience at yeah. all okay so <laughs> you know i literally my husband says all the time he's like you might as well say i was your first because yeah it just didn't matter Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it, this is true. He might as well have been my first because he taught me everything, everything basically. Mm-hmm. Ain't even no point in me saying most everything. He taught me everything. So you know, and there are some pros to that, and there are some cons mm-hmm. to that. You know, if you if you go into a marriage with somebody who's experienced and you're not, you know, they can mold you into what they want yes. you to be. But which is cons, a plus for you. It's so a plus don't be for running him. away from virgins. Exactly. Okay. But the con is for me because I had to learn and I'm still learning everything that I like. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it became an issue because, you know, I'm like ever changing. The more Mm -hmm. that we experience each other, Mm -hmm. the more I'm like, okay, I don't like that no more. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was 18, that was cool because I didn't know. Or when I was 19, that was cool because I didn't know. But you didn't now, have a voice. Yeah, when I'm 28 and we've done some more things, I'm starting to realize, okay, well, I like that and I don't yeah. like that anymore. So that kind of takes my spouse through a roller coaster. Right. Like, you know, so that's a con. You know, the fact that I came into this situation and I didn't know and yeah. now I'm learning. So he has to like run with me whatever I say you know okay now I want to do this he has to run with me so mm-hmm. that's why you know I feel like it would be great just like Tamara said if we had a class yeah. of teaching you know and it could be you know if you found your spouse now we give the class or you know when yeah. they become you know of a certain age we teach a class in school most people have sex ed where they yeah. teach you the anatomy of like what's literally happening right. In order to have sex. But we also need a class. And I don't know if you just want to separate the boys and the girls so it don't become too muddy or whatever. To teach. In high school? Yeah. I don't know. College. Oh, college. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. That's That's another discussion. I don't know what level we would teach. I don't know if I want to teach a 17-year-old how to ride. Exactly. How to ride her boyfriend. So that's why I said maybe it's a part of premarital counseling or but then do know. you wait till you 32 right because some people are not getting that, married right until. that's something that would have to be you know really sidelined because yeah. you really got to think about that i mean you you should be teaching them if you if, if we're thinking about you being experienced when you go in without having to spread it around the neighborhood in order to get the experience you may need to be starting early so would this be something that we expect the parent to do versus. Ooh, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I don't want to You need a class with a trustworthy person because I don't want to know nothing about it. I don't want to see it. I want to talk about. It. Oh my god! I don't know. I mean, or maybe it's know. just a offered class. And when you're over eighteen, if you want to know, this, at least then be you over go 18. seek it yourself. I right? don't know if I'm ready for the African tradition or whatever you were talking yeah, about, where they were learning. Okay, uh, yeah. left cheek, right? Cheek, lift, lift, lift. I don't you know. know. You I know. Come. I don't know if I'm ready for that because, you know, I grew up where I grew up. <laughs> I don't know but, when it should be. I, but at some point, I think that there should be. I or would even have like loved a class. Elders, you know, maybe if I feel like maybe aunties or older cousins would be more comfortable with teaching something like this. But then, you know, I start thinking so about my aunties you what and I'm older thinking cousins. In my head. <laughs> I'm picturing bananas. Cucumbers. And, and, and cucumbers. Yeah. And I don't I don't want you telling me I don't want to see nothing in my family. I don't want to see that. I need to be for me personally, I don't know. It depends. Cause our family is very um I'm trying to find the right word. We're very open Look, about sex. <laughs> I said I don't know about our family, so I don't know. Our family is very open about sex. We've I've I've seen things that I shouldn't have seen. Yeah, <laughs> you know and everybody's fine with it so I don't know I mean I, I probably could have certain conversations within the family but I, I it, either way the class I think would be beneficial because yeah. you give girls a safe place if you don't want them to you know if, you, if the message is for you to save it wait till you're married you need to give them a place to go to talk about their body what to expect and how to do it yeah because it is, it's not enjoyable for the woman most of the time, especially because if somehow you made it to marriage, it's a very low chance that that man has not had sex, that he's right. a virgin too. So you coming in, you know, a little baby deer, 
<laughs> shaking and afraid. And it takes a long time for you to learn what you like right. to get comfortable enough and open enough and then to say something. This is and, all in the idea that you do wait until you get married. Because right. in, in this day and age, that's not practical. People are not... I mean, I'm not going to say it's not practical, but it's not normal. Doing Nobody's doing that anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I We're guess at this point, then. it's more of a conversation. Like when you get into a, a, a serious relationship that you want to whatever or yeah. before you have sex. Because, I mean, regardless, I hate to have this conversation like this because I, I do support Christianity. And mm-hmm. I do feel like you need to wait until you get married. But, you know, you're not doing it anyway. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it anyway. So, hey. <laughs> So it's more like, you know, before you start having sex, instead of allowing somebody else to define what healthy sex is for you or what a good sex life is for you, you need to know what you like so you can tell them what you like and he can tell you what he likes so y'all can pleasure each other and it not be like a job. I feel like so many times women feel like sex is a job job. or this is something that I have to do because he really wants it. and, And I think all that comes with, it's even a part of like natural physicality. Like mm. men, you know, have a big old clit. Yeah, basically. So I always say that it don't matter what. It's easier for you. They're gonna get it every time. Okay, unless Stimulation you do for something you that completely easy. turns him off. Yes. he's gonna get it regardless. For us, it's super difficult to get it. We yeah. got to be emotionally there. We got to be physically there. We got to be. And nine times out of ten, most men ain't working that hard. No. <laughs> No, especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time, you know, you work hard to show up. Yeah. So that you can trap her and then do one position mm. for the rest of your life. <laughs> Hit it and quit it, Jesus. Um, sorry, Lord. I'm married. The bed so is okay. undefiled. You can talk um. about it all we want to. He's smiling in the corner. <laughs> talk about it, my children. This is my gift to you. <laughs> oh my god! Ew. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah. So you know, I mean, even like conversations like I had to have as an adult after married, mm. and I'm like, okay, um, what's the difference between a vaginal orgasm and a clitoral orgasm? Mm. Like, I needed to know that there's a difference between the two, that you're not gonna feel the same way you feel right. when you, because you sitting up here going all of life, like <laughs> thinking you ain't never had an orgasm vaginally yeah. because it don't feel like what it feels like when you have a clitoral orgasm mm-hmm. is because it's direct contact. It's not gonna feel right. that way. Doesn't mean that you're not having orgasms, but you need to have somebody that actually has that conversation with you yes that's a part of the education that needs to happen because for a long time i thought something was wrong with me Mm -hmm. because i didn't feel anything yeah so i thought it was me so i sure wasn't gonna say nothing yeah you know because i'm like well something's wrong i'm weird so i just faked it and that's something i say all the time (laughs) (laughs) when i say you know how do you ask a question about something that you don't even know is a question if i don't think that i don't know i'm not gonna come to you and ask if i think that i know that i had no orgasm or i know that you know i have i'm not gonna come and ask hey what does it feel like and that's you, why you don't you need to be having sex early because you don't even know what's going on <laughs> you don't even know what's so wrong with me ain't nothing yeah. wrong with you you just you're uneducated and you shouldn't be having nothing up there because you don't know, know what's happening you know i know a lot of people will say you know well there's the internet there's this, this and that but i don't necessarily like 
promote or suggest going to look to the internet and things like that to learn There's certain so things. There's so much misinformation you know, on the internet. You and have the to find the right you article and right Yeah, you can't doctor. filter it. It's yeah. just whatever is, right. is popular at the moment is going to pop up. Yeah. So, you know, you need somebody that's going to give you direct information, you know, and then... So you can ask questions and get it directly from someone. Exactly. And everybody's not the same yeah. in that as well. Right. So you can Google all you want to, but there is some type of self-discovery that has to happen. So having someone to <laughs> guide you through the self-discovery is nasty as that may sound but just telling you at least telling you how to or to figure out what you like and what you don't mm. like and, and different things like that that's what that's a way for you to find out what you like mm-hmm. by touching yourself spending some time <laughs> and that goes back to that tra- <laughs> but that goes back to traditional values as well because yeah I was gonna say people have always felt and I used to feel this way as well is that that it's a sin to masturbate or to touch yourself yeah. or to whatever. Um, and I know that as far as like the lust, it's the lusting after someone is the sin as mm-hmm. far as Christianity is concerned. Right. So it's like, okay, well, what if I need to watch porn? Mm-hmm. Am I sinning? Or do I have to just sit there and what am I doing in my head if I'm not watching porn? It's I'm imagining porn. Your own personal porn. <laughs> From so your imagination. Is that a sin? <laughs> so it's like, dang, how do I figure these things out? And without, you know, uh, somebody helping you or guiding you through that process, it can become difficult. If I just use a vibrator, which doesn't require porn, <laughs> will I be good? Right. <laughs> people, I, I really don't believe that it's a sin. I personally don't. Some people do. Yeah. It's It's been an argument since the end of times <laughs> with yeah. Christians. Um but I, I really think that, and that's something that I really think should change because everything about sex feels so dirty mm-hmm. within the Christian, Christian community. And so you, you come into it feeling like you're doing something wrong, even right. if you're doing it the right way based right. on the Bible. And because of this, you know, nothing's, it don't feel like a gift. And, and a lot of women are, uh, just not satisfied. Yeah. I didn't know a lot of things. I like like I said earlier, I thought something was wrong with me until I met my husband. I was like, "Oh, so he just wasn't doing it right. <laughs> it was him, yeah. not me." Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was crazy. I didn't even think I could feel anything there. Yeah. I was like, "I'm an alien. I'm numb." So maybe <laughs> you know? even like um I don't know, a couples class or something. I know that they they have um, sex therapy and stuff like right. that. But my thing is, I don't want to wait until it's a problem. Yeah. Like, there needs to be some type of pre-class. Yes. You just know, like so you that want we can the, pre- the counseling before you marry. Yes. We can figure each other out so we know what to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yes. So then that raises another question as well. So let's say you're in the middle of a relationship like this or, you know, a serious relationship. And what if you're not being satisfied? How do you tell your spouse that without offending them or, um, you know, knocking some egos down? If if you're talking like my auntie, she just said bluntly, don't do that, baby. Just going to get up. (laughs) 
You, they, I don't even feel nothing. You know, and, and that, ladies, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to hurt you in the long run. Right. It's, because, it's only going to hurt you because yeah. if you. If you he start feeling insecure about it. Yes, you make him feel worse insecure. and worse and worse. Yes. And it's much worse for a man. They yeah. think we're sensitive, but you can't. I don't want to say uh, just I'm speaking in general. I know it's not every man, but in generally men can't process the feelings and emotions that we are able to, especially with sex, especially with sex. That's like the low, their ego. You you can't, you know, you talk about size or you talk about lack of in the sexual area. That is the part where it'd be like, I'm done. Yeah. Like they whole the world be torn apart. You cannot bruise that ego. You can be a sad, <laughs> sad, dried up soul because he's not going to feel comfortable to give it to you, and he might give it to somebody else, and it doesn't yeah. excuse it. And I cut you, but clause you know. <laughs> PSA. <laughs> just, just so you just know. Just so you know. I you, will cut you. Yeah, I cut you. But you know, I, you do just like you, you as a woman. Our emotions can dry us up real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it can make people flaccid on the other side of that gender. Yeah. So a lot of people say, <laughs> you know, just going the teach route or yeah. teaching someone how to do it or, you know, I like you for me, I don't really like to talk during sex. <laughs> I mean, you know, just like sexual talk is fine, but I don't want to be having no conversation Who's in the middle of it. Like, I'm just saying like that's not what we're talking about here. You don't need to be like, okay, and then turn left. Ew. This is not Ew. GPS. Um <laughs> I hope people are not doing that out there. But yeah, you know, just just feeling it out together and, you know, there are ways you can move a body or blah blah blah, whatever. You know, this is this is the stuff that the class Share your fantasies. Would, yes. That would be would open help with you your do. man. This is your life partner. Be open with your man, be open with your woman. Tell them what you like. Don't be scared. Open communication. And you can't be offended. Don't don't talk to me rough though. You got to be gentle. You have to do okay. you have to find a way that your spouse will receive it. But then if you like for me, I know when if me and my husband are gonna have a conversation that we know that somebody can easily get offended, you know, we preface the conversation mm-hmm. by that. You know, we, it take us five hundred years to get to the topic because <laughs> we be like, look, I'm I don't want I'm you not to get, da, 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 da. I'm not saying that it's not blah. I'm just you know, it take three hundred years to get to the point. But whatever it takes to, <laughs> you know, avoid that yeah. offense. Because then it'll all go downhill from there. I know me as a woman, if I'm not feeling you emotionally, I ain't feeling you pit. Here's an example. In any other area. <laughs> if I you know, I don't know how far I can go. I'm trying to censor myself because <laughs> as I said, my family's blunt and open. But if he's doing something in in your nether regions <laughs> and in the Netherlands. you would prefer him to focus in a certain spot. Mm-hmm. But once you express your happiness about it, <laughs> he slides on somewhere else. <laughs> Instead of getting angry and saying, you ain't doing it right. Just say, I really like when you do this here. Can you keep doing that? You know, just make it seem positive so that you don't scare him away yeah. like a little bird. <laughs> you know, yeah. Make him feel bad about all, it. Like so many women have had that conversation as far as like, dude, do you not hear me moaning or like yeah. what? why would you move move? don't move don't move you know um and yeah 
I mean, yelling out, don't move, is going to ruin it all. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to keep going after that? Yeah. So, you know, just gently moving ahead or, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so y'all get the point, you know? Yeah. Okay. If you have more questions, <laughs> feel free to DM us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We'll be happy to be more explicit for you. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep it, you know, relatively clean, but still stay open. PG-13. Yeah, 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 yeah. So make sure, um, you know, hit us up and let us know what you do. How do you tell your significant other that you are unsatisfied? Or what did you do to learn yourself and figure out what you like and figure out what he or she likes? And how did y'all work that out? Let's struggle after dark. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Late Struggle Podcast. Go ahead and screenshot this episode for us and repost it. And let everybody know that you like it. Okay? We'll be back next (laughs) Tuesday. Love you. Bye.